<laughs> me staring at the microphone. I know, staring at me. What's up, guys? Here it is. Hey, hey, hey. I think that was her. Oh, we're starting? Like, no, I like, said. No. Oh, no, no, no. I was like, how, how we normally do it. Like, she has to get our attention by doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I was just making noises. Yeah. Quack. Sometimes you gotta make noises. Quack. Quack. Oh, God, I hope I don't quack a lot. It's recording. And so three. Ready. Oh, I was, I, was, I asked you, I said, when are we starting? Oh, hi, listeners and party people. Uh, That's a great cold open we just recorded. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back with the Possibly Haunted Podcast. This is Carson, and I'm here with... Heather. Cat. Morgan. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to point. Um, so this week we are talking about unsolved mysteries, crimes, murders, etc., etc. I left it a little broad, so I'm excited to see what people have for us. Which I appreciate, because I'm going to talk about murder again. I need, I a, need a pause on the murder. bad, because I'm like, all of my inner killers, since I was like, I need to I'm care. okay listening. I just don't want to physically talk about it. That's okay. Yeah. Okay, well, cue the Steve. Cue, cue the, the Steve. Steve. <laughs> Yeah. When, you're, when your lights flicker, that's them saying, I love you. Aww. That's not a ghost. It's your it's the They totally say they love me all the time. It's not just living in an old apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Who would like to go first? I mean, I can. Okay. Um, I was already talking. Might as well just continue the trend. Um, I think that I would do breaking and entering. Because I like looking at people's shit. So, <laughs> did you actually take anything, or just want to look? No, I feel like I just move things around. Did <laughs> anybody feet. else <laughs> just go straight to Dane Cook? Let's do a B and E. Let's do B and E. No, I um, You're totally not legal because the person knew I was coming over. But <laughs> so I have this friend uh, Scott Stansel. They just put air quotes around my totally legal. <laughs> um, so Scott Stansel had gone out, and I said, "Hey, I'm coming over." And he said, "Yeah, sure, whatever. Just come over." And his door was unlocked, but he wasn't there. So I went and like hung out in his house while he was gone, and just kind of took a nap on you know some of their furniture and hung out. And when they came back, they're like, "This is creepy." And I was like, "I said I was coming over." You said it was okay, and your door was unlocked. <laughs> so it's not even breaking and entering. It's not it's really just breaking and entering. It's just, just entering. entered. And so I think, though, that because I like looking at people's stuff, that I would break into people's houses just to see what sort of stuff they have, hmm. and like go through their closets, try on their shoes. You know, would you reorganize their shit to fit your aesthetic? Probably. Black gold everywhere. Maybe I'd like add more decorations into their house. All of a sudden, you're allowed to break into my place. (laughs) Like, reorganize your stuff and make it pretty. Go ahead. I feel like you would just come home and there'd be a pile and I'd have a sign on top of it and says, donate. And and I'd go through and go, no, keeping, keeping, keeping. I'd give that one to Carson. Keep, 
keeps. Yes. <laughs> so many, so many skirts and things from them who are, they're like, hmm, do you want this? And I'm like, um, yes, free things, yes. <laughs> we're, we're fat now and you're still tiny, so take this, that's cute. <laughs> that's pretty much where, yeah, everything yeah. is. <laughs> I think I own something of each one of y'all. Jeans, skirt, skirt, yep. Hooray! Yay! Yay. Free clothes. Who's you next? can see my yay, I put my fist in the air. Um, I'll go next because I have a similar. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would steal things that I. So I, there's just two things. I have my own personal archive. And no one else got to touch. So I steal things for that archive, like from museums and stuff. Like you don't have the right. I, it's no longer yours. It's mine. Um, then I would also steal from banks and give to the poor, kind of like a Robin Hood, but like less egoy and like I don't want people to know. Yeah, because you don't want to get arrested. Um, but you don't want to be a Robin Hood and like run off with Maid Marian and her. What is it? Chastity belt? What was it? An Everlast? <laughs> I mean, if she want to, if she can hang, she can run with me. That's fine. But um, no, the whole point is, I would just like steal from like you have way too much money. You have like seven golf courses in your backyard. Hodis. You don't need as much money. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I, that, that's that's what I if I was going to be a criminal because it's really difficult sometimes for me to be a criminal. She's got like She's a lawful good moral thing going on. It's, it really on. it gets in the way, guys. It's such an annoying thing. But yeah, so but I have my own personal archive, my own little museum, and then I still for people who needed money. I did solid. So far, y'all have been like, mm, okay, I would totally steal people's kidneys um, and sell them on the black market, and I have like a whole plan of how Ooh, I would do this. Yeah, so but, like, like you don't want mine. But, like, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. If you have a botch kid, they'll set you back up and put you... I would, so I'm going to go... Oh, in your, so, okay, you got to hear my plan. Okay. So I'm going to go to the bar, and I'm going to roofie some attractive gentleman's drink, uh-huh. and I'm going to lure him back to the sketchy hotel, and then I'm going to drug him, take his kidney, and then fill the bathtub full of ice and just leave him there so I don't kill him. Like, he wakes up the next day, he's fine. He's got a sore back. And then I go sell his kidney to, like, sick, dying children in the black market. You don't want a drunk's kidney. You could probably save a lot of money not buying buying drugs by just like sleeping with him until he passes out. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit like a prostitute. <laughs> I mean, we all have needs. A Two. sex worker, a sex worker, oh, a working class gal. And so, Two birds, one stone. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of paying me in money, he pays me in internal work. Okay, so we still have we have some good stuff. Okay, it's all criminal stuff, but it's good now. What about you, Morgan? I'd go full on vigilante and like learn martial arts and yes. beat the shit out of criminals. Yeah, I'd be like, be a criminal that beat up criminals. I mean, being a vigilante Deadpool. hero is technically criminal right. activity, and I love it. We went at Jessica Jones. We still went like really like good moral area. <laughs> Mine's strictly selfish though. Like I just want to look at people's stuff. Oh, that's true. But you're not like you're not hurting anybody. Oh no, this, I can't hurt a shrimp. What do you think I'm gonna do with an actual human person? That's why I worry when we travel together. I'm like, I'm gonna be in the, I'm gonna be in the back so I can attack. Didn't you should run. Didn't you used to eat things out of the sand that were still alive? Oh yeah, when I was a kid. Coquinas. Oh, she that. ate coquinas. Yeah, that's so. Shrimp is too large, but coquinas are fair game. Well, this is also when I was a kid before I made the uh, connection about consciousness. Like, yeah, <laughs> they had families that they never returned home. To. Cows. I'm still going to be a cow. I, I have no issue. You're the one with the issue. I'm going to pull out your issue. I want to go to one of those restaurants where I you don't get do to pick anymore. out your cow to eat. 
And like the other, they just come to my house. See, we have we raised cows and stuff, but we always name them things like hamburger, Chuck, and things like that. So like when we so when it happens, it's easier. It feels less, yeah. So if you don't use it as a hamburger, do you feel do you feel bad? Nah, (laughs) get all meat. (laughs) You just got real graphic there. There you go. I mean, it it provides for the family. Basically, like can feed my entire family one cow. I mean, that's kind of awesome. I I like the utilitarian side of it. You know, like if you're gonna do it, you might as well not just roll in the organs. Like, just I think it should be utilized. so good it than what so you get from the supermarket. Yes, my uncle would give out <laughs> cat looks like she's about to vomit. No, um, I, it's just more of the. I'm just thinking of the smell, and I hate the smell of meat. That's why, like, <laughs> oh no, seriously, like cow, and like especially when I'm anemic, so, like it's the best thing ever. I now hate the smell of butter, which is the weirdest <gasps> thing. I don't like the smell of cheese or butter anymore. It smells just like burning fat, and it. I ugh. don't. Uh, so my best friend back in my hometown. Uh, worked with her dad at the deer processing facility. Deer? Mm-hmm. Deer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, one day she came to comfort me while I was sick, and I was like, what is that smell? And I looked down, and I was like, why are your boots that color? Okay, you're soaked in blood. Got it. You need to get your boots off out <laughs> of my house. does have a specific smell. <laughs> and deer blood smells different, especially when you've had... 20 or so old coats of it on your boots. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I had a dream last night that I was dating a butcher, and it was a very interesting dream. Where'd you uh, go with just no? What I found out is I don't want to date a butcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I could have told you that. <laughs> I don't know why you needed to have a dream for that, but as long as it's confirmed, you're good. Yeah. I was never like, no, no, no. I was never like, yes, that's what exactly what I want to do. But now I'm just like, what if he was a butcher, but instead of beef, like it was all vegetables? So I feel like, like he wouldn't be called a butcher. At that but like, point. but like, what if it? Though. But like Tim Burton that style, and so like you'd be, it'd still be called a butcher, and you're like looking at it from a distance, and you just see the big meat cleaver come down, and you get closer, and he's like chopping up heads of lettuce. That's exactly so what I'm picturing. So you see me cut up a watermelon. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna do that anymore. <laughs> but basically, Didn't you like, I cut your it. finger off last time you tried to oh, do that. It's still there. But you can't feel anything. And to be Plot fair, twist. The vegetables are sentient, like in the, uh... Oh, with Chance Sausage party? Sausage party. Okay. Or the that balls. What did you say? Cloudy with Chance Meatballs. But that, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was the second one. Oh, that There's a leak in the boat. <laughs> that strawberry, though? Ugh. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. It would have been cute if it had fangs, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Tangent. Okay. <laughs> Sidebar nation over here. Carson, what are we talking really about today? That. So... Again, we're going to be talking about unsolved things. I like the unsolved things. Yeah, it's a broad thing, so... Oh, God. The um, puzzle cube from Hellraiser. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Technically, though, it got solved. That's, that's yeah. usually what transports you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, mine is pretty, pretty dark. So, how about someone start with a little bit lighter? Or we can go opposite and then Who's on the light. the lightest? Mine's about jewelry. Okay, let's do that. Okay. So, mine... Is because I went with the uh, mystery part. I still crime technically, yeah. just not a murder. Um, <laughs> the Irish Crown jewels. <laughs> Bet you didn't know Ireland had that. Apparently they did. The Irish Crown jewels, or the jewels belonging to the most illustrious order of Saint Patrick, which is an order of knighthood that they created to be like the um, Order of the Rose. Aww. And I think it's Scotland's. I want to say. Order the thistle, but I know that's wrong. I just want to say it because it's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Theirs was something special. We'll make it that way. Anyways, uh, these jewels were worn by the Sovereign of the Order and uh, the Grand Master. The original regalia of the Sovereign was only slightly more opulent than the insignia of an ordinary knight member of the Order. Uh, these jewels were replaced in 1831 with the new ones that were presented by William IV as part of a revision of the Order's structure. And so these new fancy ones, which became known as the Crown Jewels of Ireland, um, they contained 394 precious stones taken from the English Crown Jewels of Queen Charlotte and the Order of the Bath Star of her husband, George III. That's right. When not being worn or cleaned, the insignia of the Sovereign and those of deceased knights were in the custody of the Ulster King of Arms, the senior Irish officer of arms, mm. and kept in a bank vault. I did not go into detail about all the jewels that are in this brooch, I guess you could call it. There's a lot of fancy jewels in it. A really heavy brooch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, in 1903, the jewels were transferred to a safe, which was going to be placed in the newly constructed strong room in Dublin Castle, beside the Ulster King of Arms' Arms's office. The new... Oh, oh, don't edit. Go back. <laughs> um, oh. the, the new safe was too large for the doorway to the strong room it's architects right there and Sir Arthur Vickers which was the current Ulster King of Arms at the time he stored it in his office instead the jewelry not the safe cool mm. there it is okay <laughs> I had to find my place so there were seven latch keys. That was a dramatic pause. A dramatic pause. <laughs> now for the dramatic... Pause. <laughs> uh, so there were seven latch keys to the door of his office um, that were held by Vickers, the man-at-arms, and his staff, which two keys to the... Okay, so the doors... The seven keys to the doors were held by him and his staff, and the two keys to the safe containing the jewels, were both in custody of Vickers, the king of arms. Uh, Vickers was known to regularly get drunk on overnight duty, and he once awoke <laughs> oh. to find the jewels around his neck. Oh. So someone has already gone in and played a prank on him and put the jewels on him. Or he could have my problem where he just oh, kind of like... he sleepwalks, <laughs> picks up things. I've definitely, like, cooked food in my sleep. Just terrifies so me. Much. <laughs> I mean, nothing complex. God. So, we know that the jewels were last worn by the Lord Lieutenant, the 7th Earl of Aberdeen, on March 15th, 1907, at a function to mark St. Patrick's Day on March 17th. They were last known to be in the safe on June 11th, when Vickers showed them to a visitor in his office. The jewels were discovered missing on July 6, 1907, four days before the start of a visit by King Edward the Seventh. Five, six, seven, yes, and <laughs> Queen the I, I. and Queen Alexandra to the Irish International Exhibition, which turned out to like not be a huge deal that they were missing, but he was kind of like, God, I wonder she did draw like, yeah. they're a little bit of a hissy fit, but wasn't like, the jewels! So, yeah. I wish that was the reaction. <laughs> I wanted With to be the same, reaction. Like, the jewels! <laughs> Along with the jewels were five collars of other knight members of the order were also stolen. Uh, and the, the regular knight members, 
fancy wear, uh, was valued at 1,050 pounds. The Dublin Metropolitan Police Department conducted an investigation, um, and there was a report made by Assisting Detective Chief Inspector John Kane of Scotland Yard. This sounds amazing. His report was apparently <laughs> never released, and it was said to have named the culprit and was suppressed by the Royal Irish Constabulary. Con- constabulary. Constabulary. Con- con- like constable, but you, Larry. Yeah. Constabulary. <laughs> Thanks um, to my years of watching British procedurals. <laughs> Vickers, the, yes. the king of arms, uh, was publicly accused. No, he publicly accused his second-in-command, Francis Shackleton, of the theft. But no one knows who took them or where they went. So what year? I, I think I missed that. 1907. 1907, you. So we don't know where they are? I said you. I just said you. I have them in my jewelry box. <laughs> I feel like they showed up at an auction. I feel like I read that. (laughs) They know I'm lying and I'm broke. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, if I had those jewels, I would not be living in that house that I'm in. In a little studio. But, you know, people in all kinds of um, places of power in that sort of establishment just accused everybody within the Irish government back and forth. Oh, they accused Vickers. Oh yes, mm. but yeah, they Politics. accused Vickers. Yeah, because he was supposed to be watching it, and he was known oh, to get okay. drunk and <laughs> wear them. Oh yeah, hang out with him. I mean, previous life, Catherine, right there. <laughs> the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like this one. Uh, one theory was that the Irish Republican Brotherhood smuggled the jewels to the United States. <gasps> see, I could see that. I totally believe that. Number one conspiracy theory right there. Fan theories. No evidence. Oh. That's what we're going with. Yep. <laughs> you heard blindly believe it. Yes. <laughs> and uh, there was a fun f- uh, Sherlock Holmes story about it oh. called "The Adventure of the Bruce Parting Partington Plans." Were inspired by this theft. Ooh, Not how Sherlock saw that. Oh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle was a friend of Vickers. Oh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I need to read that story and be like, okay, which one's bigger? But I was just like, what Irish crown jewels? Click. Yeah, that's, <laughs> right. that's cool because I've never heard yeah. that either. That's definitely you know. I'll be real. I looked up unsolved mysteries or something like that. Yeah, to and get a just, general like yeah. <laughs> And that was one of them that was on there. Ooh, we will post a picture of them because they are pretty. See, let me see, let me see. Black oh, and white, but love it. Oh yeah, Simple. I do have that in my jewelry. Yeah, <laughs> <Just> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found that in the okay, so one. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? We do have some family heirlooms, but they're not that fancy. <laughs> yeah, no. I just like their very first name. They're tasteful. The jewels belonging to the most illustrious order of Saint Patrick. I like that. And then after it was stolen, the news reports were like. The crown jewels of Ireland. <laughs> the like, most okay. illustrious. I Just so you know, I have pulled up palate cleansers for um, us if post anything it. really depressing. It'll be after Carson's. Carson. <laughs> <laughs> so. But yeah, so that's my lightheartedness. Depressing but true. The yeah, stolen yes. brooch of Ireland. I love yes. it. I think they call it a badge, but. Do you want to go next, or do you want me to go next? I can go next. Okay. That's cool. Um... So mine is about, I always say DC, but I mean D.B. Cooper. And in case you don't know... D.B.'s just hard to say compared to D.C. 
I, I don't, it's just my brain right now. Um, oh yeah, we should explain that Heather's feeling a little under the weather, so she might slur her words slightly, but we're going to try real it's hard. Not not she's, she's only a little drunk, guys. It's not, it's not <laughs> alcohol. It's not alcohol. It's pill abuse. I, I drove her here. It's fine. <laughs> um, so, Dan Cooper was a passenger on the Northwest Airlines flight 305 from Portland to Seattle, which is a 30-minute flight. He was described by passengers and flight attendants as a man in his mid-40s wearing a dark suit, black tie, with a mother-of-pearl tie clip. Wait, they got really, really detailed. Um, <laughs> and a neatly pressed white-collared shirt. <laughs> he took a seat... He t- Oh my god, I can't talk. He took his seat, lit a cigarette, and pol- politely ordered a bourbon and soda, for which he paid cash. Shortly after takeoff, he handed a note to a 23-year-old flight attendant who ignored it, assuming it was just the man's phone number. The letter read, Miss, you better look at that. Or no, um, yeah, he went up to her because he didn't read it and said, Miss, you better look at that note. I have a bomb. Hmm. And uh, Casual, like. Probably super holding casual. in one hand his cigarette. With his, like, hand it was, like, bourbon. super classy. Yeah, ma'am, yes. ma'am, you should, you should look at that. I have a I, bomb. I, bomb. <laughs> like how you gave him an accent. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, so in my head, he's classy. <laughs> so the actual notes, exact wording is part of the mystery. We don't actually know what the note said. He actually physically had to say that because she would not look at the note. Yeah. Um, and so, and he, <laughs> she he, didn't uh, want his phone number. <laughs> he was smoking. So he actually no. he took the note back. Um, I guess, like, I don't know why, but, um... Dejected. But, yeah, I know, it's <laughs> Maybe really it was his phone number. <laughs> Maybe. Because, like, if she says yes to a date, oh, man, I'm just gonna call off this entire thing. You know what? Okay, we're not gonna... That's a whole other topic that, that, <laughs> that, that makes me angry. Women victim blaming? Oh, no. Right I'm there. not... I'm saying he's an idiot. <laughs> no, 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 I know. I know. But, the, yeah, we'll get... There's a, there's a related story that's relevant now, but we're gonna get to that later. Um... Anyway, so his demands were for $200,000 in negotiable American currency, <laughs> which is worth $1 million today. Um, all this was I'm happening sorry. in 1971, by the way. Is he not American? I think he is, but for some reason... Okay. I don't know why. It's, it, those are quote quotations I'm reading as it is. Um, negotiable. So, um, uh, along with the money, he wanted four parachutes, a fuel truck standing by in Seattle to refuel the plane on arrival... And then the flight attendant brought the demands to the captain, the airline's president, authorized full cooperation, and the other passengers had no idea what was happening. Um, just being told that they were landing and there was a delay and all you know, like, trying to keep the masses mm-hmm. calm. So there's a delay. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, and, and, and to be fair, in the time period, no one would have freaked out because who brings a bomb to, on a plane? True. And if Whereas now, we'd be like, says, you know, pointing at the guy, like, I, that true. guy. But if a flight attendant, you know, because I'm, I decently regularly take planes. If some flight attendant is like, hey, we're having a little bit of a delay, I'm just like, yeah, whatever, and I put on my headphones. Yeah. So, like, yeah. the greatest flight attendant is Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. Mm-hmm. Snakes Get on the these <laughs> Snakes <laughs> off my campaign. Exactly. <laughs> so, at 5.39, the plane landed. An airline employee delivered a cash-filled knapsack and parachutes, and Cooper allowed all passengers and two flight attendants to leave the plane, which, I, I mean... That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> We're all like, huh. Hey, man, let's let sausages go. Yeah. This is what this podcast has done to me. I used to be, like, real black and white with crime and, like, hanging out with, with cars and everything. Like, well, no, there's there's a little bit of gray. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And, like, oh, we got a good point, but still criminal. Okay. <laughs> During the refueling, Cooper outlined his plan to the crew. Um, and they're, he's supposed to go towards Mexico. 
um, refueling in Nevada, and then two hours later, they just take off, and, uh, when it, when they landed in Reno, uh, Cooper's absence was, like, they landed in Reno, and all of a sudden, Cooper's, like, not there. Like, they have no idea where he is. Wasn't um, he just on a plane? Yeah, I was he like, was, wait, like, what? No, how did he, he disappear? No, I know, that's what I'm saying, like, they... Well, did you say that parachutes were part of his demand? Parachutes were part of his demand. I thought that's what you said. He needed four. (laughs) Decoys. Um, Yes, decoys. He was never seen or heard from again. There was no parachute that was ever found, um, and the ransom money was the ransom money was never used. Um, But in 1980, a young boy on vacation with his family in Oregon found several packets of the ransom money, um, which was identified by the serial number. Um, leading to an intense search of the area for Cooper or his remains. Nothing was ever found, um, and for a time, it was speculated that uh, Mad Men's fictional Don Draper was the man who would become Cooper in the real world. Um, a parachute strap was recently found at one of Cooper's possible landing sites. So he's never been found. The money's been found. No one, know, no one knows what happened when, like, they flew on the plane. Oh, he did. What about the other people on the plane? Like, he, you'd think if he jumped so, out of a parachute, no, so people would have... There was no... Remember, everyone got off except for the flying crew. So they're all up in the cabin. You know, the captain's cabin. Yeah. But he, doesn't he have to open the door to jump out? Like, I feel like they would have noticed. Alarms took off. But this is 1971. Would they have? Oh, it's just Maybe. Trim. I don't know. Probably. And they, and they would have changed the cabin. Like and who would have closed it? He clearly pulled a Jurassic Park 3 and parachuted down and got stuck in a tree and died. No, guys, he became a chair. It was his lifelong Wait, dream. what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like we went, like, real philosophical. Philosophical. Philo- philosophical? That one. Words, guys. Words. Catherine's <laughs> so, like, he's a chair now. He became a chair in a 1970s think, airplane. How did he become a chair? chair? Yeah, um, get a little more context. Actually, secretly, he's a wizard. And he became a chair like he did in the, uh, with the last movie. Yeah, the, what's the, the Harry Potter with the yeah, armchair guy. armchair. Oh, Professor Slughorn. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I, I guess we're missing the hand. Yeah, hands. I knew where I was going with that, but I was like, I words. Think like sad jazz hands. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I I really like the story. Um, actually, mainly because when when I can't not have a pop culture reference. Pop culture reference. Um, he is mentioned in the movie Without a Paddle. It's but, like, like their the whole, trip is. It, well, like their whole. It's four friends, and their whole thing is wrapped around. D.B. Cooper, and then when they finally get older and they think they're going to like be far apart from each other oh. everywhere, they actually yeah. try and go and find him and his money. And that's then, right. And it's like, actually, it's a really good, hilarious comedy. I freaking love it. But that's where I re- first heard it, and so then when I found it, it was like an unsolved mystery kind of thing. I'm like, oh, that actually be really cool. In the movie, they find him. I think, guys, that's fake. <laughs> um, fake news. But it's a really cool movie. I and I just, news. I think it's really cool. Like, he, he kind if he survived, if he survived, he got away with it. Yeah. He got away with it, but, like, what did he really get away with? Because he didn't take the money. I mean, like... Well, they didn't find all of the money. Oh, They just have packets of There are also some people who just do things to see if they can do them. And I feel like those who like to watch I feel like burn. Kat would be one of those people. <laughs> it's like, I can wonder I take if this I hostage? could get away with... <laughs> Luckily, your things are a bit more mild. Yeah. Like, I yeah. wonder if I can catch that D. <laughs> and then I go, no, Catherine, because you don't want that. You don't want you it. Don't. You don't want crazy. You just want to know if you can catch it. So as soon as you do, hey, okay, bye. I'm just kidding. You oh, like, like, oh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just, I like that. And uh, I feel like sometimes you look at Bentley and you're like, I could snatch him. 
<laughs> I could take. I wonder how long it would take for Morgan to realize. Almost immediately. Yeah, her asking goals. She'd be at work and be like, something's wrong with Bentley. <laughs> Two seconds after I realize, it's really quiet. Where are you, Bentley? <laughs> I have taken him on unauthorized car rides to get lunch while I've been puppy sitting him. You're authorized to do almost <laughs> so that anything. That makes it much more, much more dangerous than it actually is. Yeah. <laughs> We're just joyriding down Marsha Sharp, you know. I need, I need, a, I need a selfie with y'all, like going eighty with the windows down, yeah. shoving my dog's face out the window because he doesn't like, like to do it. that. <laughs> Scott doesn't like that either. She's like, ma. <laughs> yeah, my parents' dog Suki will put her nose up to the nose vent so she can smell, <laughs> but she doesn't like her head out the window. In particular, dogs. Okay. Well, on that. Side note. Was that Is there anything had? else? That's good. So, what do you I think? Like it. Do you think he made it or. I, I want to believe he made it. I, I think yeah, that he fun. didn't die. It's more fun to think he made it. I, I think he just, like, maybe some of the money, like, he was jumping out, some of the money got out of the bag, and that's yeah. why, like, maybe he didn't even land in order. He landed somewhere else, but the money, the way it dropped. What was yeah, the relative the, area that he was heading toward? So, Mexico? It's in Mexico, Mexico. but he, they found his stuff in Oregon. Because hmm. they did so, it, they did drop off in Nevada. I don't know if they like. Maybe he was around. like totally going to Mexico, guys. And okay. he went to Canada. But, yeah. So oh, he, he's in Canada. He guys. left the plane with parachute. Yeah. Got caught by an updraft, and it pushed him over to Canada, like Mary or Oregon. The parachute. Oh. It pushed him over to the Oregon area where he crash landed, broke both of his legs, and tried to crawl away, and ended up getting eaten by a bear. See, I was See, that's sort of what happened to Without a Paddle, so I'm a little... A moose. A moose ate him. A moose. Okay. elk. Yes, I'm thinking, elk. you know, that whole first half. But then when he lands, he becomes Grunkle Stan. Oh, God. And a mystery <laughs> shack. <laughs> uh, why oh. did my, my brain just went to the voice, the, uh, the, the voice switching? I'm a Grunkle Stan. <laughs> yeah. That. Yes. Uh, there's multiple theories here. <laughs> and obviously, if you've listened to our podcast long enough, you know that all our theories are accurate all the time. Yeah. So oh, of course. It's super true. We're psychic. Yeah. <laughs> also, super Heather true. was just like, um, Heather just went, we are? <laughs> well, I was, okay. I was thinking, like, our instincts are based on fact and past lives. Nah, we can wrap that up in psychic. We're Big psychic. Yes. <laughs> I just, like, there's this pause and she went, yes. <laughs> I had to process it. It's... <laughs> Things are processing slightly slower right now, but we're good. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. On to Cat. Yeah, okay, so um, I'm going to make a valiant attempt to make this into a short little snippet. You're going to solve but it, right? Yes, I'm going to solve it. Uh, yeah. Is that what we're all doing here? Yeah. Yeah, uh, so mine was Roanoke. So yes. So the colony of Roanoke. Yes. So basically in 1584, Queen Elizabeth was like, I will grant you a charter so you can go to America. <laughs> exactly like that. That was her yes. guy, she knows. <laughs> and um, so they were like, hey, you need to establish a charter or we're going to lose our right to colonize this place. So it's really important that this works, guys. Um, and so uh, Sir Walter Raleigh, who is this lovely pointy-chinned man with uh, <laughs> curly hair that is, look in this picture appears to be in a bun surrounded by flowers, I'm into it. Um... So let me show you the picture. Not before surprised, I keep going. like at all. That collar, though. That mustache, though. That is a giant Ugh. lace doily as a collar. <laughs> he looks like one of those poison. You know, dinosaurs like, that goes. Honestly, <laughs> yes. not the worst. Not the worst. But imagine what his breath was like, and I think that helps. That Lophosaurus. Yes. That gave me such a concerned look. Oh, it is very concerning. <laughs> Dinosaur name. So basically, you had to establish a base. Mm-hmm. From which they could send privateers on raids against Spain, because 
the English hate Spain now, Mm -hmm. and so basically, like, we're ready for war, and we're going to tell you this through hitting you. And, um, <laughs> I declare war! Yes. Um, that was so, my butt. Raleigh, you know. Raleigh had never been to North America, uh, but he had been to South America, and that's practically the same thing. Are there, so, at this time, are there other colonies established in America? Uh, yes, but by other people. Well, yeah. But Not I was wondering English. where this they is, were. They have, oh, you mean by other people that aren't the English? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so this is the first English I bet the French. Try. I think the Spanish were like French and Spanish were definitely there. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Georgia was mostly Spain and a long time. some Jewish colonies. Yes. Um, so basically, there were some first voyages, cities. and they did some yeah. initial explana- exploration of the mainland coast and mainland se- settlements. Um, and so basically, they're blaming natives for stealing things like a silver cup. Like they're being real petty. <laughs> um, so. Basically, they go and they're like, "Okay, let's try this." There's a English writer and courtier, Richard Hakluyt. It's H A K L U Y T. Hakluyt. Um, so he Hakluyt. Hakluyt. He uh, reports the first voyage to Roanoke, were compiled by accounts by various financial brokers. Um, blah 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 blah. So. There's a lack of food, there's a lot of incidents that are making them feel kind of, uh, and so they're trying to establish this colony, and they're like, ugh, it's, it's really hard. So, um, basically, so 115 colonists are supposed to establish a colony in Chesapeake Bay, which they called Cheapseeky for a very long period of time. Cheapseeky, I like it. That sounds like it'd be like the Native American name for Chesapeake Bay, Cheapseeky. Cheapseeky. I mixed up some of the middle letters when I was reading, and so it's Cheapseeky. Also sounds like a Mario villain, like the Cheap Cheeps. Yeah, Cheapseeky. Or like a a Pokemon would say that. Cheapseeky! 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 Um, I'm just stuck on the Hamilton reference when they're like, just a peak bay. Yeah. So they were led by John White. I think he's English. John White. Are you sure? I have a feeling. I don't think so. He could be Irish. True. White is actually a very common surname in Ireland. True. That's true. So he was an artist and a friend of Raleigh who had been in previous expeditions. And so he was appointed governor, because what you want as a governor is your best friend and an artist. <laughs> and so yes. um, he named 12 assistants to aid in the settlement. They um, had this sort of sit- situation where um, they, they were running out of food, so some of them had to go back to England to gather supplies to bring back to the colony. Those are, that is not a short trip. Because people were starving, and, like, there were some serious issues, and so... They couldn't figure out how to grow stuff, or what? Basically, they couldn't figure out how to grow stuff, yeah. And they weren't <laughs> really getting along with the natives, so we'll what? say. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be polite about that. Yeah. Then. And so, the colonists persuaded the governor, uh, Governor White, that he needed to go to the colonies to talk about their desperate situation. Um... And that's why I'm here, because my ancestors survived. Yeah. You ran, my ancestors <laughs> ran away. And so, um, <laughs> left behind were 115 colonists, including um, the men and women who came across, and a newly born daughter, uh, Virginia Dare, um, mm-hmm. who was the first child born in the Americas, English child born in the Americas. So they sailed in late 1587, um, and they, even though it was like really, really not good to sail during that time of the year, and also the Spanish were, like, 
they were really fighting at this point. Yeah. So, um, basically, he just needed to try to return on time. So he returns in the spring of 1588, um, when he managed to get two vessels, because at the time, because there was a Spanish-Anglo war going on, they didn't have any ships. So he got his vessels, he returns, and then sees that there is nothing, essentially. Um, so... It makes sense. Uh... Basically, they go to the settling um, area, and he uh, he landed, and it was supposed to be... Okay, he's coming back, and it says he lands on August 18th, 1590, on his granddaughter's third birthday, and found the settlement deserted. He could not find any trace of the uh, 90 men, 11, 17 women, and 11 children, and there was no sign of a struggle or battle. There is only one a word that was a crew, clue, a crew, a crew, um, and it was Croatoan, carved into the post of a fence in the village, uh, village. Um, and the letter C R O, uh, carved into another nearby tree. All of the houses and fortifications have been dismantled, which means they didn't really hurry to leave. Um, he said that if anything happened to them, they should carve a Maltese cross on a tree nearby indicating their absence had been forced, and there was no cross. So, from context clues, um, sounds like they were just moving. Um, what does a Maltese cross look like? Good question. I will click on this link for you. <laughs> um, it looks like... Oh, okay. Huh. Uh, uh, okay. How would you describe this? What would it uh, Like, four arrow points, yeah. all pointing Point to the same inside. center. Yeah, like a cursor, a computer cursor arrow. Uh, see, you went with computer cursor. I was going to go with, you like know, your your markers yeah. in um, Skyrim? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> that'll work. Yeah. Uh, okay, so um, there are a lot of hypotheses about the disappearance. Um, so one of them is that uh, while he was gone, they were able to move north and integrate with the native groups around, um, which I think is... Possible, but wouldn't other settlers that eventually came like see that eventually? Yeah, but I also think that a lot of them probably died off before this started happening, and also they were pretty isolated out in this area. Yeah, I'm just saying if they actually moved up and integrated, wouldn't we have like some kind of documentation of that? Um, there could have been documentation. That's what they're trying to think. The Croatoan might have been some sort of documentation. I meant, I'm sorry. I meant like later when settlers came back, they'd be like, oh, there's this like area where there's, like, natives and there's, like, really light-skinned natives, you know what I mean? If they're, in, if they're actually integrating. I'm, I'm just curious about that. Yeah, I could I could see that, but I also think that there was probably, before they would really look at that, there could have been some more stuff happening on. Didn't they recently that. find some skeletons that made them believe that they could have possibly been from this? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is, that, is that a thing? I yeah, like there, like there's been a lot of, like... So um, that was one theory, so... Yeah, so, and, oh, hold on. Um, so there was, in 1880, uh, based off of this integrating and moving north, um, they reported counters with gray-eyed American Indians who claimed descent from colonists. Okay, um, okay. Vampires. Yeah, there was a story of a Welsh priest who um, met a warrior who spoke Welsh, but it's likely a hoax in that point. Uh, French Huguenot, Huguenots... Um, met uh, some natives that had blonde hair and blue eyes not long after their arrival. Um, See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, there we go. There's the... So, yeah, and the, there were fair-skinned natives, is what they described them as. Uh, in the late 1880s, there was a North Carolina, Carolina 
legislator um, named McMillan, who discovered that his red bones, uh, those of Indian blood, um, neighbors in Robeson County, claimed to be descended from the Roanoke settlers. So there's a lot of stories about this intermingling happening. Yeah, that's um, cool though. Yeah, and so um, basically, no one can really say for sure, but that's the most likely. I wonder thing if that, that word then would be like an American word saying we like saved your peeps or, or come here to find your peeps. Like, yeah. Um, there are some other theories. Uh, the other theory is that the Spanish came in and was like destroying their colony. No, I can see that. Um, yeah. The Spanish attack is mostly unlikely because um, they were still looking for the location um, after they had, you know, disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also something called the Dare Stones. Um, they found a series of stones that were thought to be written by Eleanor Dare, who was the mother of Virginia Dare, the little girl that we yeah. talked about. Um, and they told of all of the colonists and their ultimate deaths. Um, they believe that these are a fraud, though, but some people think they're still genuine, so there's some debate on that. And then there's a map um, that was uh, existing that was kept since 1866, which uh, underneath some patches that were put on there, they found some other like um, signs of a fort that could have been built, and then someone covered them up and stuff like that. So there, those are all things. Also, aliens come into also, some yeah, theory, theories, like alien abductions uh, is a thing. you can't have that many people missing without talking about aliens. Aliens! Um, and or then there's the uh, American horror story theory. I that know, all, I love like, that. The entire time you're talking, I'm like, or it could be the, the demons and the ghosts and things. <laughs> yes, there was that one deity who was like, I don't like that no one loves me. I will make you love me. Um, oh. And thus, Roanoke died. Um... Update, so. I looked up what I thought about the bones. JK, they recently said that those bones that they found were not human remains. Well, there you go. Like, chickens. <laughs> but, um, the, the other theory is that the uh, the Indian tribes that were around them were, I think, the Algonquins. Mm-hmm. And they attribute, like, their own sort of legends to what happened. Yeah. So, like, like one of their, like, sort of local spirits made everybody leave. That's where the Wendigo yeah, one story, of them, yeah. uh, one of the folklore, folklore, folklore stories come from that culture. Uh, it's also the name of the dog. And they were starving. <gasps> what if those settlers, uh, Roanoke, is the first Wendigo? But I'm sorry. sorry. Uh, let's also talk about how, like, gray eyes are not very, like, that's not, like, a common thing. That is not no. a thing. So clearly, those Indians were, like, freaking shapeshifters or something, and... They're right. vampires. They cast a spell over everyone in the village, and they left willingly. I'm Culture, obsessed yes. with the word Croatoan. Like, Croatoan. like who's not obsessed with it's this such a mystery? Good word. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's it's a good early United States of American kind of like, early for mystery. Us. mystery lore. Well, I had to say it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> America existed before. I'm just, United States of America, even though it wasn't. You know what I mean? I got you. I'm picking up what you put now. Colonies, colonial America. But it's like it's like one of our, our first mysteries. I think I'm really that we probably started started. Aliens. You know, it was oh. Aliens. Can you is the tree still in existence? Uh, let me see. The oh they word. had to have preserved it. On it. Put a glass around it or something. Like can you still go see the word Croatoan? How funny okay, I don't Today. know what it is, but like it started off like mid tree, but the tree kept growing, so it's like actually like really way up there. It was a post, not a tree. Oh, oh. Boo. 
And it sounds like foul weather. Um, no. This is pre-archivist, guys. Pre-archivist. Damn it. What? The, oh, there's another one that it was a demonic virus that affected people. Ooh. Because there is Yes, because the Croatoan virus. Yeah. So, some people think... They use yes. that in Supernatural. Yes. Everything yeah. links back to it's Supernatural. Supernatural, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Huh. So there are some people who believe that there's a zombie virus that happened just on this little island, and so it was contained. Because it was so isolated. But I so think just that, would, off. that would make a more violent scene, though. Yeah. Maybe the, after the Unless virus the had died out because there was no host, the Native Americans just came up and cleaned up the area. Yeah. yeah. That's, really That's really disney That's really disney I admit this, but... Croatoid. Okay. I dig it. Okay, now for a very sad turn before I, you know, cheer us all up. But we're also bringing awareness to the issue. Yes. 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 Yeah, so, um, so, some people have probably already heard of this, some people have not, which is really sad. If you have it, not on you, just... Society. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, it's about Amber Hank Hagerman, and I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong, to her family. Um, so, in January of 1996, so, like I said, she would have been also around our age, friends. Well, my age, Your I guess. age. You've been a little older. <laughs> yeah, I forget that, you know. Yeah, um, this also happened in Texas, Arlington, Texas. Um, Amber That's was, busty. yeah, I know. She was abducted outside a grocery store riding her little bicycle, um, and they found her four days later. Um, and they found her actually not far from Bitches. her house. That she was like five miles away from her house. Mm -hmm. um, it was all going into the really details of how she was killed. You can look it up, but it's very sad. Yeah. Um, it is very sad. So yeah, I'm not going to talk about that. But um, what I think is interesting. Yeah, before I get to that, um, they had over 7,000 leads in the case. And wow. Tips. Um, and they said even now they get about one or two a month. About the same person? About this case. Mm -hmm. um, there was one witness, which was another uh, like neighborhood kid, um, yeah. who, I don't know, he didn't really, he wasn't like a good description, but that's all they had to go on, um, which didn't really, it led to a bunch of all those tips because it was like a very generic, like... You know, so everyone was like, oh, uh, that might have been the person, you know, whatever. Like, white guy, brown hair. Yeah, that's what it was. It was like tall white guy with brown hair in a black pickup truck. T Texas. There you go. Yeah. Um, but what came out of this was they, um, as most people who have, like, iPhones and whatnot, I don't know, if mm -hmm. that, does it happen on Androids, other phones? The what? Amber Alert? Do y'all get those? Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. All phones get Android. Well, I don't know. I just know people's iPhones. Sometimes I'll be sitting in class and it's like, what? Yeah, yeah uh, we put ours on vibrate, so it still it just vibrates real hard. Okay, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, the Amber Alert or uh, child abduction child abduction emergency alert came out of this, out of her specifically her case. Um, so Amber also stands for America's Missing Broadcast Emergency Response, mm -hmm. um, which is like the acronym, but it actually came from her abduction. Yeah. So did they make the acronym to fit her name? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or do they? Because I mean, that's. Yeah. Because yeah. her family really did campaign hard to uh, it was so make sure it never happened again. It was a little callous. I don't mean anything by it, but I wonder if they were like, Phew, thank God it was something we could work with. The name. Oh. Like, to be yeah. able to create yeah. the acronym. <laughs> Sherry and Sorry. Made it a little <laughs> bit difficult. <laughs> well, they, they have them in other, like, Georgia has their own, but it's just called Levi's Call. No, it's Amber Alert. Well, but no, the... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the case. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, we call like it Amber Alert. Internationally, it's Amber Alert, but, yeah. like, certain states have their own word. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, so, Levi's called is Levi uh, Fratty. Hawaii's is, mm -hmm. no, I'm not going to try that, M-A-I-L-E. Where is it? 
You pronounce all the vowels in Hawaiian ones. Hmm. That's, uh, so, out of, from a little girl name, Gilbert, Arkansas has Morgan, Nick, Amber Alerts. They've all, like, you never know. Yeah. But it's internationally called. And Woo! when, oh, sorry. Yeah. Ghosts and demons. Guys. And cool. when um, you drive down mm-hmm. the interstate or around the highways in Atlanta, they have huge, like, signs everywhere. That when it's normal, it is like, um, you know, traffic alerts, but as soon as there's an amber alert, it's it just like, oh, yeah. 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 Um, it's been used, uh, all, obviously, all across our nation in, other, in 20 other countries, and it has um, helped rescue uh, nearly 800 missing kids. Which is yes. really awesome. Because if you can get that information quickly. Yeah, yeah especially like the phone and, like, all, and the traffic stuff. Like, yeah. Does anyone else have an issue, though, where they're like, look for the, you know, Honda Civic? I'm like, yeah, they, like, if they ever try to car, I'm like, it's not me, it's just my car. The problem with Texas Amber Alert is um, Texas is so big yeah. that, like, if the Amber Alert comes out in, like, Houston, that's, like, you know, that's, yeah. like, seven hours away. Yeah, it's really far from us. Yeah. Um, some other things, so, like, Williams, um, which is her mother, uh, freaking, really freaking sad. So, two months after Amber's funeral, her older sister uh, died of a seizure, and then... Uh, a couple of years later, her husband of nine years died of a heart attack, um, and she and then oh, and her fiance during the time um, was killed in a car wreck, and so like oh my gosh. yeah, this poor it's woman said with, like she was haunted. Yeah, so mm-hmm. she's quote. It seems that everyone I love ended up dying. Um, she now like helps counsels fam counsels families of missing children. Um, so real quick, yeah. you said. She was kidnapped, mm-hmm. and then her body was discovered four days later. Yep. We don't have to get into the details, but, like, where was she discovered? Um, I... Uh, Sorry, I, I, don't, I don't mean to put you on the spot. No, no, you're good. I just remember them saying it was, like, really close to the house, because it was, like, within a five-mile radius. Oh, uh, she was found in a creek behind an apartment complex less than five miles of where she went missing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, was it... You don't have to get into details, but, like, brutal, yay, nay. Brutal. Of course it is. Also, they there were a lot of witnesses uh, around where she was abducted, but no one. There were people who came forward, but there was something about there were people who were afraid to come forward because they had some things in their past that they didn't want to. Well, that's like I was just looking up a kidnapping case, and I don't remember their names now. But like the girl's stepfather, like saw the guy like reach out and taser. And put Jeez. her in the car, and he like chased after them on a bicycle, but couldn't get to them. And he yeah. had like description where they were, and they couldn't find them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jimmy Kevill was the only witness who ever actually stepped forward and said anything in 1996 at the time. Um, who said she screamed once and she was kicking when they pulled her into the car. Um, the mom said that um, she doesn't have a smartphone or anything um, just because of the Amber Alerts. Well, so um, the time period. Well, was... no, now. Like, oh. she doesn't even have own one now. She's still alive. Okay. Um, she said but she won't get a smartphone because of the Amber oh, Alerts. Oh, yeah, that would be um, yeah. awful reminder. Yeah, she says um, that it's really bittersweet that, like, the fact that, like, so many children have been saved because of it. Yeah. But she said, of course, when it comes up on TV, that's, like, the first thing she thinks of. Is, yeah, like, of course. Her daughter, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's, sorry, it was like, it was like a downer that, of course, I picked a really sad one, but... But it's important. I, I think, no, it is, though. And, and I and think the good that's come from it, as awful as that sound, is interesting and important to talk about, too. Well, yeah. and like we said earlier, like, we were talking about before we started recording, is that, you know, she had a couple of choices that, to pick from, but, like, most people don't know actually where, what, what Amber this comes mm-hmm. from, and, like, that's, it's a little sad because she, she, she started at least this process. 
And I will just go ahead and throw out there since I haven't pulled up. Um, there is still an open tip line, which, uh, so anyone with information on the Ang Amber Hangerman, Hangerman murder case can call 817-459-5373. And there is a award. Oak Farms Dairy is offering a $10,000 reward for any information leading to an arrest or an But, like, mm -hmm. I know our listeners wouldn't. I know, yeah. You, but don't um, yeah. spam. Don't yeah. prank. Yeah, it's a no. serious topic. Yeah. yeah, like, I wish I did have information to give. Yeah, <laughs> just because it's so... Yeah, definitely. Different. Well, because, yeah, so no one's, no one's been caught. Has there been any, like, sus suspects or anything? Or not really? Not like mean, there's been evidence? so many leads, but I just don't think they have any anything definitive to, like, they haven't, like, ever okay. made any arrests, so... But yeah, so, sorry for the downer. Kat, do you have a palette? Well, okay, we have two choices. I could either read your daily horoscope, or I could tell you your zodiac sign style based on your rising sign. What? Do we want, like, fashion instead of Fashion. Style? Fashion, or today's horoscope. Today's horoscope. Okay. Let's go today's horoscope. So, go starting with go. Leo... Today is an excellent. Uh, today is excellent for just letting your intuition guide you, Leo. If you have time, you might want to let your mind go and follow the train of thought wherever it takes you. You find something out about yourself which you are unaware. Something just waiting to be noticed. Remember, your desires are fantasies before they become realities. So dream a little. There's yours. Dream a little. Hi, <laughs> Dream of me. Um. Gemini! Woo! Carson! Days like day today push you to act in areas of life where you may have hesitated before. Does your love life need a breath of fresh air? Have you been dreaming of a nice candlelit dinner with your partner? A weekend in the country? A new home? My dog. It's time to stop dreaming of happiness and do what you need to do to get it. It is well within so what, your reach. So what is your actual Slightly relevant. Um, I did get a job, kind of a job, as a peer educator That's today. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Chasing yeah. dreams. Chasing making, my dreams. Making differences. Woo. Making realities. Okay, Sagittarius. Could you, yeah, please, please finish <laughs> that. You, Sag. Sagittarius. <laughs> um, uh, you have a rather strange day in front of you, Sagittarius. <laughs> the celestial <laughs> atmosphere could be playing tricks on you, or maybe it's all the drugs you're on. <laughs> it doesn't really? say that. It doesn't say that. It's oh, a smooth I'm about to transition. Like, wow. Very smooth transition. <laughs> you might get aggravated for no reason at all. That is, unless you've been meeting too many people that don't appreciate the original way you go about doing things. <laughs> you might as well, uh, you might feel as you uh, live in a world full of dinosaurs. Don't give up yet. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> do I'm you just like take my announcer voice? I though? do. I do. So I'm not giving up. I'm just taking a break to let the body heal correctly, and yeah. then I'm going to go right back into it. Man, yeah. I really thought it said, or all the drugs you were on, I was about to be like, oh, it was really smooth. It's the delivery. It was yes. very smooth. Yes. And Morgan's like, she. it's not on there. <laughs> she made that up. Um, so Scorpio, so me, your natural compassion may have led you to pr choose a profession in which healing or helping other people is the primary duty. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Even if this isn't the case, Scorpio, the people around you may seem particularly demanding today. Be careful not to go beyond your personal limits, or else you could be the one that ends up needing other people's help. Which you don't like. So everybody out. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> she goes, get out of my house. I did literally come in and just like lay on the floor on Mac and she's like, do you want something? I'm like, I want water, but I'm already laying down. <laughs> so I went and got her a cup of water and brought her fruit. Because <laughs> she's amazing. Yeah. So, 
Yes, and we'll save the style, like, fashion Because we'll, we'll have plenty of uh, downers. For, oh, yeah. Palette fencers. You know, every four episodes when Carson picks a topic. When Carson's like, let's talk about child murder again, guys. But hey, hey, in my defense, one time I picked a topic that was about sea creatures. You True. did, and that was cool. Yeah. And we, we talked All about All your topics are cool. It's just, we have, we have a variety. Sometimes they're yeah. darker than others. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I turn all the dark subjects into, like, game shows, so... And I'm down with that, too. And we're still not dating any serial killers, guys. True. So far, so good. We're still kind of young, but still. Good to go. True. So, if you especially have any new theories about Roanoke, or if you have any information about... Because we're going to solve it. (laughs) Or if you have any information... Or theories of D.B. Cooper. I don't look at you thinking, what the hell did you talk about? <laughs> um, or if you are the owner of the Crown Jewels of Ireland. We won't turn you in. We you just want to know. <laughs> you can email us all of your incriminating information at possiblyhauntedpodcast at gmail.com. Don't say our password. Um, <laughs> you can follow our cool pictures of things on the Possibly Haunted Podcast on Instagram. Or slide into our DMs. Oh my god. I, don't, I just don't... That feels nasty. I don't like that. What is, it, what is a hot alien? Maybe you should slink into our DMs. Slink. Tom, like Tom Hiddleston, you can always slink into my DM. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Facebook and leave messages on our Facebook page at uh, The Possibly Haunted Podcast. And Twitter, you can tweet us. Retweet us. At Possibly Haunted Pod. Yay. Is that everything? I think we we got we got stuff. Is there more social social really hope not um, that we can sign up for? We got uh, give us like comment on our visual representations that we eventually post up. Uh, let us know if you want anything. You want us to discuss anything in the future? Um, yeah, definitely or, tell us your conspiracies. I'm so curious. If you have anything super creepy to tell us, like experiences about okay. hauntings, that would be cool too. Also, when she says th- creepy things to tell us, don't tell us like to be creepy to us. Like just <laughs> creepy topics that you think we might find interesting. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna be real specific about that. <laughs> Slide into those deep. Slink yeah. into those deep. Slink, slink. <laughs> anyway, I can't keep up with all this shorthand today. I'm old. So remember, listeners, <laughs> that if you're going to age at the rate that I am, that you are possibly haunted. <laughs> These kids need to get off my lawn! <laughs> Damn young ghosts!